Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. This is Primetime on Football Friday. 1080 The Fan. We're going to ring that championship bell. 60 minutes. Let's open up the whole can of kick ass and kill them all. Let the paramedics sort them out. Ready? This is a Football Friday edition of Primetime with Isaac and Souk. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, welcome back. Hope you're having a nice little Friday. It's uh, one half of your sports bros, Rop. Uh, our fearless leader, Jason Sikanik, has left us today. Left us high and dry. Right he's before... in the injury transfer portal. <laughs> yeah, he's got a knee problem that he finally got in to see the doc. So uh, right before the big games on Sunday, and uh, he is nowhere to be found. He will be back Monday, though. You know, next week uh, is our first full broadcast week of the year. Not for me. Why? Because I am taking Friday off for my birthday. Oh, are you? Yep. So I will not. Hey, thanks. I just, uh, no, I talked to the bosses today. Our buddy Schultze will be in the chair on Friday. Oh, I love me some Schultze. I will be here Monday through Thursday, Schultze on Friday. Now, what kind of guy takes his own birthday off? Well, my wife suggested it. She said, hey, I've got some fun ideas since your birthday's on a Friday. Do you think you get the day off work? And I said, I hadn't thought about it, but that sounds great. So I don't really know what's in what's in store, uh-huh. but uh, should be the kid will be at daycare, so kind of have a free day to start a three day weekend. Well, when the wife asks, you must oblige. Sure, especially when it means surprises for me. Now, how old will you be? I'll be thirty eight. Oh man, yeah, it's kind um, of a boring, lame, nothing age. You know, it's like it's not as yeah. exciting as I mean, forty. It's not it's not monumental, but everything between thirty five and forty is like yeah. You know, not to one up you, but uh, tomorrow. Well, let me finish what I was saying first. What I was saying was next week is our first full broadcast week where we will As a have show, yes. four full hours every day. We haven't had that yet. Uh, and we will be out and about in the wild. If you would like to come throw pennies at Big Souk or whatever, uh, we will be at the Oregon Auto Show. Well, that's right on Thursday next week, right? Is that right? right? I, yeah, I, the Portland Auto Show, right? Portland Auto Show on Thursday. Live. At the convention center. Yeah, we'll be live in the wild. On location. But to one-up you, um, tomorrow is a very special day because it is Nurse Nice's 29th birthday. Nice. And so we are going to, uh, we're, we're not going to our favorite restaurant. But I, I think I remember a seed that you planted a month or two ago, right? What do you mean? About a reservation, a special reservation? Yeah. yeah. So I got into Con. I have been dying to get in there. 
Haven't tried well, yet. Well, I have though. a little tip for you. So I got into Con. Now, Con, we've talked about this before, but it was voted the best new restaurant in the United States. It's winning accolades almost yeah. daily, it feels like. Yeah. D- different publications calling it one of the best new restaurants in America, top 50, yeah. top 20, top 10, whatever. Gordo, is that the guy's name? Gregory Gourdet. Gourdet. That guy. Yeah. I'm not a big chef guy, but that he's it's his restaurant. He won Top Haitian. Chef. Has has won Top Chef recently, so he's yeah. he's become kind of a celebrity. And this is his Haitian restaurant over in uh, Southeast Portland. And we got in there. And so we're going there for her birthday uh, tomorrow night. I cannot wait to hear the reviews of the food. I've seen photos. I've seen some reviews. I hope it's as amazing as everyone says. I will report back. Um, it's going to be an important food review from you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, everybody I've talked to loves it. And, and so I think what we what we really ultimately need to find out, is it just the buzzworthy thing right now, or is it really all that? Because I, I hope right. it's really all that, and you're going to find out. I'll be the judge of that. Uh, and I can't tell you yet, because I don't want to spoil it, but I'm surprising my wife with a little getaway. Ah, very nice. Tomorrow. So maybe I will be out next week, too. Oh, I won't, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, the tip on con is, if you don't know this, if, you, if you're a foodie and you want to get into con, they only, they're so busy that they only release um, tables, reservations, on the second of every month. There were a couple San Francisco restaurants I remember doing this. They were so popular, they would only do it at a set time. Yeah, and that's it. So yeah. you had to... So on the second of every month, so what? Where it's we? coming up? That's Thursday. It's coming up. It's yeah, Thursday. next Thursday, be on their website at noon. I think it's at noon, but you'd have to double check. And then you just start refreshing and trying to get a table, over and over. I I sat there for like ten minutes, over and over. Table for four, table for two, table for whatever. And um, I finally got in, and it actually I got really lucky to actually get a table on her birthday, which is tomorrow. But, um. Yeah, they release them on the second of every month for the for the next month. So when you're when you're booking Thursday for February, you're actually I think you're booking for March. I think you're right because you you wouldn't be booking for like the yeah. next day yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, because you did March. it on December. 2nd I did it for December second. Yeah, to get her a birthday reservation. So uh, we're very excited about that, and we will um, <clears throat> we will report back. All right, we've got the uh, hot five here in moments. Uh, next segment, some audio. Uh, the the earworm of the BK Whopper song is uh, truly elite. But uh, a twist on that from a local celebrity, mind you. Um, and then we'll have Joey Harrington at 530. Coming up tonight in the club, a Jeremy Renner update. And we have the top all-time dating resumes. You brought to my attention that the Counting Crows guy, Adam Adam Duritz. Duritz. Way outkicks his coverage. Dude, he's... Yeah. You seen that guy? Yeah. Because that's the thing. It's like, he has... No one's list is going to compare to Jeter's, right? But he has a list that could rival Jeter's in his time, and he don't look like Jeter. No. But his list is great. And so we will compare that to some of the others. And um, I, I forgot to mention this the other day, but we still have the story of the links people will go to for vanity uh, at the gym. Um, but uh, right now, the Hot 5 at 5. Oh. Hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the Hot 5 at 5. 
That's hot. The Hot 5 at 5 on Primetime with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The Hot 5 at 5 with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. five. Yeah, so Rob's wife was six when she gave birth to Meatball. Scandalous. It does sound scandalous. Yeah, no, she wasn't. (laughs) Somebody said, God, Rob, 29. I'm your age. My wife's 12 years younger than I am. I thought that was bad. Of course, guys, my wife is not 29. Although, like, Tom Brady has a 26-year-old girlfriend right now or something. She's 31. Oh, okay. No, not Tom Brady's mind. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't tell you how old she is. You know how that... Yeah, come on. You guys get the bit, yeah. right? Figure it out, boys. Figure it out, boys. All right. Uh, Jeff McNeil, infielder for the Mets, has agreed to a four-year, $50 million extension with the Mets. Stays in the Big Apple. Yeah, he's a good little player. Good little ball player. Uh, he is uh, the reigning NL batting champion. And you describe a lot of people like that, but that is an apt description for him. He is a good little ball player. Good little ball player. Yeah. I uh, love how he handles the bat. He also looks like he's from, like, 1912 when he's up at, you know, he chokes up. And, yeah. Hey, yeah, old-timey. little old-timey. Legendary college basketball broadcaster Billy Packer has died. R.I.P. Billy. R.I.P. Billy. He, uh, he is, he was, not is, he was. 82. Uh, he called a total of 34 Final Fours. That's a lot. He also called Allen Iverson a tough little monkey. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. Yikes. He's taking I some heat over here. I did not know that. Yeah. But because he has died, we now must uh, laud the great Billy Packer. He, he certainly was uh, synonymous with college basketball broadcasts for a long time. Him and Jim Nance. He worked with Musburger. Um, Is it bad that on occasion I got Billy Packer and Bill Raftery mixed up? No, I think a lot of people did towards the end there. Rafferty's still out there. Yeah, he's doing it. Onions! Major onions! I like him. I do too. Love him. I I always thought Packer was a little grumpy. Yeah, uh, he's more curmudgeonly than Raftery for sure. I can't say that now because he's dead. So, great job, Billy Packer. Forgot he was alive, really. Number three. He's been out of the game for a little bit. Ian Rappaport is reporting that Sean Payton is still in play for one NFL head coaching vacancy, and that would be the Arizona Cardinals, interestingly enough. Um, sounds like it's not going to happen with Denver. Maybe the Russell Wilson thing scares him, but I don't know why the Kyler Murray thing wouldn't scare him, too. Well, so I heard on Colin today that initially it was the Russell w- reports Russell Wilson were scaring him, and now it's the reports that he's fine with Russell Wilson. It's Bronco's ownership that's giving him cold feet. So who oh, knows? Oh, really? Yeah. And that's from Colin, who's buddies with Sean Payton. Yeah. Don't they, like, text and... They went out to dinner. Kiss, something like that. Also, the Niners defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans, they're reporting... Uh, same uh, report from Ian Rappaport. He says that uh, D'Amico Ryans is a top candidate to land the gig with the Houston Texans. Hmm. Now, if you're D'Amico Ryans, would you take that job? I don't think I would. I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I'd have to take, take a better Denver look at job? their personnel. But, yeah, I mean, Not especially Houston. for a defensive coach, you'd rather have Denver's defense than Houston's, I would think. Number two. Number two. Number two. <clears throat> but someone has to take the Houston job. Former Jets offensive coordinator Mike LaFleur, brother of Matt, hired by the Rams. He would be Sean McVay's offensive coordinator. Um, <clears throat> meanwhile, 
Miami, the Dolphins have dismissed their offensive coordinator kind of late in the game, but they have fired Josh Gaddis after just one season. Uh, Tua Tagabailoa is still in concussion protocol. Apparently, Dude. He, yeah, he's been in there a month. It's not looking good. He uh, So this means he can't participate in any of the Pro Bowl festivities in Vegas next week. But the longer this goes on, you start to wonder whether he's the starting quarterback next year. Totally. It's kind of scary. It's really scary, especially how we saw some of these hits take place this year. Giants defensive coordinator Wink Martindale Love gets a uh, second head coach interview with the Colts. Yeah, that is a... Might be the best name in football coaching. God, that is a great name. Um, controversial statement. I would have to do some digging on that. Uh, best coaching name. But Wink Martindale is great. Of course, uh, not to be confused with the great uh, game show host, Wink Martindale. Uh-huh. But he's a great defensive coordinator. Um, currently with the Giants. Used to be with the Ravens. Uh, so he got a second interview with the Colts okay. for their head coaching job. And number one, uh, we'll get to the injuries from the uh, conference championship games. Not a shock, but the Bengals will not have either left tackle Jonah Williams or right guard Alex Kappa for the AFC title game in Kansas City on Sunday. Uh, without them last week, Joe Burrow was sacked only once by the Bills. But as we stated earlier in our broadcast today, the Chiefs are fifth in the NFL in quarterback pressures per drop back this season. Uh, a little trouble for KC on the injury uh, front, although this could just be gamesmanship. But Kansas City today added tight end Travis Kelsey to the injury report. He has a back flare-up. He did not meet with the media because he was um, uh, getting treatment. So no word on that one. Um, tight end Hayden Hurst for the Bengals will play. Now in the NFC, the Niners have officially listed uh, running back Elijah Mitchell questionable. He has a groin injury. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is back at practice and is a full go, which I'm sure makes you feel uh, happy. Yeah, that's better than him not participating. Does it make, you, does it make your pants move a little? Um, God, what a get that was. Uh, they didn't even dude. have to give up a first rounder. God, unbelievable. There's your hot five. Um, coming up next, a little audio. Take a look at the conference championship games, and then we'll be joined by uh, Joe Harrington. It is 513 on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't wait to have an old-fashioned tonight. Just wanted to report that to you. 
still still dry January over here. What? Yeah. You haven't had anything to drink for a month? I had uh, I had some champagne at my mom's birthday party last weekend. So you but... don't have any discipline at all? You can't even right. make it a month? Uh, I was celebrating my mother. I think it, I, I'm going to frame it differently. Some champs. Yeah, all right. Wow. So you're gonna are you going off the wagon then February first or Yeah, prob well or second or third. I mean the third is my birthday, so we'll uh, have some fun then. How probably. do you feel? Probably feel pretty good, huh? Yeah, I have I mean, I'm feeling pretty good, but I still need to just like I need to find time to work out more. That's a whole other, you know, it's yeah. a personal thing. But uh yes, Overrated. It, it, it has felt good to uh, you know, get off the sauce a little bit. Boy, I tell you the best I've ever felt as an adult is the year I quit drinking for a full year. Well, not quite a full year, but close. Man, felt great. It's like this weird thing where it's like, ah, oh, uh, why? You know, you you go that long and you're like, wow, uh, life's really great without the drink. Feel great. So clear minded. Your body mm -hmm. looks good, feels good, right? Of course, my body always looks good, as you guys know. Naturally. But uh, it's like this weird juxtaposition of like, God, why did I ever drink? And then you have a drink, and you're like. Oh my God, this is so good. Why did I ever quit drinking? <laughs> See, that's the thing that I always end up feeling is like, yeah, I feel great right now, but I'm going to have that first sip of an old fashioned on February 2nd or whatever it is. And I'm going to be like, yeah. oh God, why did I stop doing yeah, this? It's going to remind you, like, why yeah. did I do that for a month? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just everything in moderation, right? Remember, guys. Yeah. Just uh, keep it cool. Yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. Someone in college used to tell me everything in moderation, moderation in everything. That's right. All right, uh, where were we? Oh, our friend Joey Harrington will join us next. Uh, if you're wondering why Suk is being so quiet, he hasn't said a word the whole show. It's weird. Eerie almost. Uh, he's not here. No, he's not. Uh, he's uh, getting his knee checked out by the doctor. Couldn't get into the doctor for months, and he finally got in. So he'll be back with us on Monday. Um, real quick, the uh, let's first set this up by, because uh, I want to I do this before we get Joey on. And then I'm going to ask him about it next segment. But uh, the BK Burger King Whopper song. Yeah. So you sent this to me today, <laughs> and I had seen that a I, I've seen like social media kind of a buzz about this jingle, and I kept thinking to myself, I don't think I've heard it. You're kidding. I really thought that, and then I opened it up, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I knew. I just, I guess I had never committed the words, but yes, that little ditty has been stuck in my head on loop, just like everyone else. I just didn't associate it with the company Burger King until today. Yeah, if you're watching football at all in the playoffs, you've heard this eight million times, and I'm sorry that I'm going to stick this earworm right into your ear holes, but we're going to do this because I want you to to for those just maybe that are out there that don't know it. Uh, this is an elite level earworm from Burger King. Whopper, 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 Junior Double, Triple Whopper, Flame Grill taste with perfect toppers, I move this day. Lettuce, mayo, pickle, ketchup, it's okay if I don't want that impossible or bacon Whopper, any Whopper my way. This is the long version. Oh, God. So you watch football and you'll be walking around the house singing that. Well, I saw on the tweets, and I don't know why I didn't see this last week when it happened, probably because I'm not on Twitter all that much. But on the fan Twitter feed came a tweet from Mina Kimes, the sports reporter from ESPN. I think she's ESPN. 
she posted a video to someone who put that song into a made it a wedding song and here's what that sounds like For someone walking down the aisle, I think you could dupe ninety-five percent of the people. Oh, totally. But, but but there would be one or two that would say they would get it. Hold on. Yeah. Is is this is the that, Burger King? Is that the Burger King? <laughs> Big K, have it your way. Yeah, it's great. Um, I actually do kind of like that, and that would be a elite level troll too. You know, like you oh, play yeah. that at a wedding and see if somebody gets it. Um, okay, so then responding to that tweet from Mina Khan. So I don't know who I, I don't know who to credit for that jingle. Yeah, no, I think somebody she, did it on internet. She, someone either sent it to her, but it was brought to her attention, and she's been someone who has been earwormed by this jingle and been talking about it. So she's like, "Yeah, this speaks to me." This. So she just kind of was the person that put this wedding one out into the ether for everyone else to go yeah. viral. Okay, so then guess who responds to that tweet? None other than our friend Joey Harrington, as you all know, he is a penist, and he put together a video, and he said, I think he said something to the effect of, um, Mina, what about a jazzy version of the BK song? And he sits down at the piano, and he posted this video. sat down and belt I mean I assume he just sat down and just I mean he didn't write that right we're gonna ask him when he comes on next I wouldn't think I mean especially dude, because it was a jazzy version that feels improvised that I so wish I could do that man that's awesome just sit down and riff yes. yeah I've, I've never had even an ounce of that kind of musical I know ability. Like, it's it really maybe that's what it is like I played piano as a kid but um and I regret quitting however just the ability to do that, I marvel at it because I just would never be able to do that in a million years. And Joey yeah. did it. And now that video has been viewed over one million times on internet. Yeah, last time I saw it, uh, it looked like it was over 100 retweets and had over a million views. As it should. Yeah. So I'll ask him about that um, coming up next in the in the story behind that. I imagine he just sat down and belted it out, which is... Yet another reason why Joey Harrington better than you and I. Uh, so I like the Chiefs. I think Buck likes the Chiefs. I know that uh, Souk 
is on Cincy. Cincinnati. He likes the bungholes. And how could you not? They beat Kansas. I mean, they own Kansas City, right? I just and don't. They're probably healthier. Well, maybe not on the O line, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't think Kansas City's going to lose to them two years in a row in the AFC title game at home. I don't think it's going to happen. I and think you, said you, don't, you said you also don't think they're going to lose four straight games to this team, which. No. Yeah. No. They're not going to do it. That's kind of where I am. I just going to do it. Mahomes and, Chi- and, and Reed will this team to victory on Sunday, I think. I feel like the offensive line issues of the Bengals are going to come back to haunt them. I think that that was negated by the snow in Buffalo. I feel like that was a bit of a one-off game. Not that Cincinnati didn't deserve to win, but I don't think they beat the Bills like that in any other conditions. Um, and I also feel like we got to remember, I, I don't know, I just don't, I don't shift as quickly as other people. Just two weeks before, or I guess two weeks ago, one week before um, the Bills-Bengals game, we were we were looking at Tyler Huntley almost winning in Cincinnati. I mean, they held. First of all, Tyler Huntley had a good game against the Cincinnati defense, and uh, were it not for that fumble, you know, the Bengals only scored seventeen points in that game. You know, because so, seven, so, so they won twenty four to seventeen, but seven of the points were the ninety eight yard scoop and score right. fumble return. Right, they bar- they barely moved the ball. So the Ravens not barely moved the ball, but they had trouble putting up points. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens did did a great job on the Bengals offense. So I think we're a little. As good as the as Burrow and the Bengals are, the pendulum swung a little too hard to that I side. I think we're a little over our skis on too. that. I and, think you're right, and that's why I'm going back to Kansas City. I think Holmes is my healthy. Uh, Holmes is my healthy. How about that? Mahomes is healthy. Uh, I think he's going to be fine in terms of that ankle, and I think the offensive line of the Bengals over t- over the course of the game. I think late in the game, the Chiefs they're going to get at they're going to get at Burrow, and I and I think they're going to win. It's going to be a great game. The last three they played were all within a field goal, but I feel like the value in this is the Chiefs. So I have a Chiefs money line bet at plus 105. Placed that earlier this week. Feel good about it. The other bet, the other game, I I don't, I have this. <laughs> I, you, you bet yourself out of your original bet. I, I liked the Eagles at first, but I'm I I don't want to step in front of the Niners. And so what I've ended up doing is I have a bet on the Eagles minus two. And the Niners plus four and a half. So I'm hoping that the Eagles win by three or four and I win both bets. And then Daddy can buy a new pair of shoes. That would be a huge hit. Uh, Otherwise, I've kind of bet out of that. And if it doesn't land on three or four uh, with Philly winning, then I I don't really have a play in that game other than I have the Niners with the Chiefs in a teaser. So I do, my other bet that I have out there right now is Niners plus eight and a half with the Chiefs teased to plus seven. What, which interestingly enough, that game, the line on that game has shifted to the point where I could also do a Niners plus eight and a half Bengals teaser because they are now um, one and a half point underdogs. So I could get them at plus seven and a half and have both Kansas City and Cincinnati in a teaser, which would be weird. I'm not going to do that, but I could. And then if the game's close, I win both of those. So I've got a lot of. This is an interesting weekend of betting. Oh, it's so fun! It's it's very interesting. There are the there are fewer options, but that somehow creates more options because they're right. they're, they're deeper levels. Dude, it's crazy. Uh, Souk likes Philly and Cincy. Those are the public sides, and as you know, I always like to fade the public. And I was talking to Hugh Offill, the A L N A sportsbook director, who we've become friends with, and I was texting back and forth with him. He said the public is pounding Cincinnati. It feels that way. Pounding Cincinnati. So hard to and it, which is funny because man, I think they're it, overreacting it, it, it to it one has game. Felt like for the last three years, KC has been the public side. 
Yeah. You know, it feels like they've been the, oh, of course Kansas City's going to do it. Of course Kansas City's going to do it. And now Kansas City still has all the horses. Yeah. The, see. The pub- Once the public turns on the team that's the public team, I, that's when I like them. Totally. Now you get Chiefs thinking they're the underdog, like chip on their shoulder. I love that role for Kansas City. So I, I'm on Kansas City. Um, I can't wait for these games. It's going to be great. Let's talk more about them and the quarterbacks in them with our friend Joe Harrington, who is uh, going to drop by next. It is 529, and here is Buck. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Story time with Joey on 1080 The Fan. All right, Football Friday. It is time for our friend Joey Harrington, 15th on the Miami Dolphins all-time passing touchdown list. Here he is. I am. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. How in the world is that possible? I played like three-quarters of a season. Well, I... I mean, they've had quarterbacks that stayed there a long time. So, like, I don't know. The guys ahead of you have a lot. You have, like, and 12. there's, like, a big gap between, like, the rest of us. Yeah. I can pull it back up. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, I, I learned that today. I thought, wow, that's that's pretty awesome. I don't know what you are in the Detroit, the Detroit list. I'm sure you're, like, top five, right? No. I mean, they haven't had many good quarterbacks. Okay. Well, Stafford. I bet you Goff in just this season has <laughs> has put himself in there. Um, okay, well, there was a couple years with Scott Mitchell had some good runs and Charlie Batch. So you were um, just ahead of Scott Mitchell. Really? You are five touchdown passes ahead of Scott Mitchell. And you said he had a good run. That means you had an even better run. N- but But no. See, he had like a successful season. Oh. And that's an unsuccessful season. Oh, I no, I'm reading that wrong. You guys both are tied with 12. <gasps> tied for tw- with 12 with Scott Mitchell. Wait, 12? You're just looking at Miami, then. 12? Just Miami. Yeah, we're talking about Detroit. Oh. We've, we've, we've pivoted. Oh. So oh. Detroit, I'm guessing he's top five in Detroit. I haven't looked. I'm, we're going to look that up for you real quick. <laughs> 
not to like derail this. Hey, this are is you not at all what I expected no. to be talking about on a Friday on a Friday evening? <laughs> well, quite frankly, me neither. Are you coming to us from Bandon Dunes? No, I'm not. Oh. I'm coming to you from Northeast Portland. Why? Oh, well, your Twitter. I don't know. Twitter's weird. It does the like for you or following thing, and mm-hmm. I think on the for you side of things, your Twitter it it has posted recent pictures of Bandon as if you were there. I don't know why it's coming up now, but it's coming up now. Well, I know that there's, so I've somehow um, weaseled my way into like golf architecture and golf design Twitter, which (laughs) I I think you should, you should make an effort to do that because it's pretty awesome. But like, so there's all these questions like, you know, best par three or, you know, what best non bunkered par four. And of course I always come back to, you know, well, what about this one? What about this one? And so I have posted a couple pictures of Bandon recently, but, um, All right. Well, but, yeah, I don't know. Okay, so Miami. Yeah, me too. Uh, Miami is the top three. Obviously, Marino's like, I mean, he's just way ahead of everyone. Then right. you have Bob Greasy and Ryan Tannehill. After that, you know, they didn't have a lot of guys who stuck around very long. I mean, they just have, they just have I would randos. I would put Jay Fiedler in there. He's fourth, 66. Okay. Uh, then you have Tua is already fifth, <laughs> if that tells you anything. Uh, the yeah. great Don Strock. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Chad Henney, Matt Moore, Chad Pennington, Jay Cutler, Gus Farad, and Joey Harrington wow. with 12. Yeah. 12. Now there you go. we're going to look at Lions. Uh, but while I look that up, tell us about this. We just played this last segment. My gosh, that Burger King Whopper commercial <laughs> jazz song you played on the piano. That is tremendous. It's hilarious is what it is. I can't, Okay, so... I've talked to you before about about Mina. She is an absolutely incredible, like a wonderful writer, great journalist, like one of the best interview interviewers that I've been around. Because she, I was I was talking to her for a story she was doing about Justin Herbert. Maybe it was last year, and just you know, so many reporters have the story written in their head before they do the interview, right? They know, they have an idea of the direction that they want the story to go. Mina was one of the best interviews because, like, she listened. Like, she she was just kind of gathering info. She was taking... Uh, you could tell that, like, she didn't have any sort of roadmap that she was she was following. She wasn't trying to make the information fit to her story. So anyway, the point is I really, um, I admire her work. I think she does a great job. Um, huge amount of respect for her and we've stayed in communication and we're joking on Twitter that the Burger King song has been stuck in her head. And I concurred that I haven't been able to get it out of my head for like, you know, the last month. And then she posted some video of this guy playing like a, like a, a wedding version of the Burger King song. Like, I guess I'm not on TikTok, but you know, it was a TikTok thing that, you know, here come the bride and the groom and then the wedding party and, you know, and to the, to the tune of the Burger King song. I was like, you know, I don't really hear it as a wedding song. I kind of hear it more like a jazz song. So I just sat down and played that and sent it over to her. And apparently, um, apparently people liked it. So, you know, there you go. That's the story. It's amazing. And it, so you're telling me you just sat down and just off the top of your head cranked that out? 
Well, yeah, that's jazz. I mean, that's it's it, it's funny, like how if I told you that it's um, how, how how should I that it's a one a one six two five one chord progression that um, you know you can that you could just play over this and, and if I told you like that there's a hundred and sixty three thousand songs out there that follow that same chord progression and that's that's like that's what i studied in music and in all of my jazz background is like okay how do you take these chords and what do you play over the top of it so yeah i mean i it's it's really not that hard if you if you're kind of in the jazz piano world well you're being humble because piano is hard i played piano as a kid and i loved it and one of my biggest regrets in life was quitting it um because i wish I'd, i'd kept you know, lubed on it because it was wonderful, and I love the piano. But and you are being humble. That's amazing, and you should put out. Well, an album. I, I, uh, I, I don't need to do an album. Um, that's very kind of you. Um, and the, I am very much out of practice. I, so my old, my old teacher here in Portland, um, his name is Gordon Lee, and I mean, he's toured the world as a as a, a jazz musician but uh, i got the opportunity to try and sit in with them it was probably five ten years ago and i i sat I, when they were down at jimmy max when jimmy max was still still open and i sat down for about for about two seconds and was so immediately lost that you know mm-hmm. i'll just say it goes away right, right. You, you i have that base foundation that i can always come back to but um the idea of putting out an album is is nowhere right. on the radar. Well, but thank you. Okay. Well, it does go away because I mean, I used to like they taught me to read music and stuff, and I I mean, I don't even know what's A B C anymore. And isn't, isn't that terrible? Like baseball or sports, you know, you kind of pick it back up over time, muscle memory. Piano, nothing, uh, and I'm pissed about it. Sorry. So it's Matt Stafford by a lot, okay. Okay. Number Bob, two is going to be uh, who? Bobby Lane. Bobby Lane. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three. Number three is going to be Charlie Batch. No, you blow Batch away. Batch is way down there. Really? Oh, this is the Lions all-time passing touchdowns list. Okay, Greg Landry, number three. Don't even know who that is. Scott Mitchell, four. Okay. Uh, Gary Danielson. Five, and then Joey Harrington, you are sixth. Well, not bad. Do you have, is there a stat that sticks out in your mind most of yours? That you remember? Well, my oldest son asked me the other day, he said, Dad, did you have a season where you threw more interceptions than touchdowns? Mm. And I said, Jack, I think the correct way of asking that question would be, Dad, in the NFL, did you have a season where you threw more touchdowns than interceptions? (laughs) Um, That would be a fun stat. Um, Do you know what your ratio is? I, I, I remember it being pretty dang even, and I think I might be on the negative side by a couple. 79 touchdowns, 85 picks. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I was negative six on that one. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, hey, sometimes your team gets it, sometimes the other team. That's, That's why right. I'm sitting here on the couch and 
Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow are playing football still. So, you know, there you go. Let's talk about Burrow. I mean, Hurts. He's good. Yeah, he, he is good. Hurts and Mahomes are just like these new archetypes, right? But when you watch Burrow, does he remind you of, of an old school uh, hold guy? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Explain that first piece for me. Well, like they're just like Mahomes is just a unique talent, I think. And but, but why are they? Why why are you comparing? Because I think the two of them are completely different. Well, they are. But what I'm getting at is, I, I'm just saying that I think that those guys don't have a lot of old school comps. Burrow seems to be like a throwback. Like they're already comparing him to like Peyton Manning. You know. That's what I was getting. But at. see, okay, okay. I think that there is a creativity that more closely links Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. Oh. Okay. This is just my my, my kind of, uh, not analysis. Hertz Hertz is, uh, the guy runs the football as well as as any quarterback in, in the league. He's not the fastest. Obviously, you know, but that's a Lamar Jackson thing. But the, his ability to run, and I think that's what—that's kind of why I asked the question. I think people automatic or assume that Patrick Mahomes's creativity and his ability, his let's call it elusiveness, is is like this some foot speed issue, which he's he's not really fast. Like no. go back and look. I mean, if you're if you're looking at forty times, or if you're looking at you know, guys that you say are going to be a dual threat. That's not Patrick Mahomes. But there is an elusiveness. There is a, there is a presence. There is a feel. There is an ability, escapability. But it's not, a, it's not a speed thing for him. It is a feel thing for him. And that's why I think I, I would more closely align Mahomes and Burrow because Burrow seems to have this, this it factor as well. Right? If you looked at... Mahomes is 40 time, and I'm going to say it's, you know, a 4 8 6. That's going to be my guess. Like, let's, let's check it in the, during the break what his combine 40 time was. Okay. If you looked at that, or I, I should say, because he's not super fast there's a there's a sense there's a there's a creativity there's a there's a presence about Mahomes that I think Burrow has right that's that's it's 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 kind of what we talked about last last week two weeks ago with Russell Wilson and his lack of presence his lack of it there's I'm, I, I'm having a hard time expressing what it is because I think Burrow also has some of that creativity I don't see I don't see anybody as I mean I, I think of like Peyton Manning was simply a, a pocket guy yeah right he's he is not going to be he he's not escaping he's he's Tom Brady like right? some so many of those guys you call them throwbacks I think of guys like statues in the pocket that's not Burrow Burrow is Burrow is creative Burrow is you know. Um, Bro is Joe Cool, right? There, there's a there's a cockiness about him, and I and I think that that's an okay thing to say. It goes beyond confident. Like there is an arrogance that that's likable about him. Um, 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm having a hard time with this one. Well, but I don't think of him as Peyton Manning. Yeah. Well, I they compared him to Manning last week on the broadcast, and they were they were kind of doing that in a way of like line of scrimmage, just total command of where he wants to go with the ball. You know, gets the ball out quick. It makes the right play. The reads are fast. I think that's what like I, from my novice, untrained eye, he Burrow seems to have an ability to process information and all that's going on quicker, and I mean by a split second, than a lot of these other quarterbacks. But I, I don't know if that's right, but it just seems to, to lead him to the right play uh, more of the time. That's fair. Um, I would also say that having Jamar Chase makes <laughs> things right a lot of the time, yeah. you know, and, and that's a that's a luxury that that he has, and he's he's done an incredible job in using that. Like, there's, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but I don't, I wouldn't necessarily say that that is an old school makes him an old school quarterback. I would say that Patrick Mahomes has some of that as well. Right, that, that Patrick Mahomes' ability to reinvent this offense after losing Tyree Kill, and and his ability to, I mean, frankly, make make himself and make this offense better than it was with Tyree Kill. That that says something about his command of the offense. I mean, I I think each quarterback expresses it a little bit differently, um, but I wouldn't necessarily say that's an old school thing. Um, Mahomes, uh, four point eight forty. So, yeah, he's not he's not that fast. And here's another interesting tidbit that we talked about earlier. But because of the way the Bengals have played Mahomes in these last three meetings, there there was an article in the Kansas City Star that was talking about how the Bengals were so good at keeping Mahomes in the pocket and not letting him scramble and, and make a play and improvise that this season um, – Mahomes has become the number one pocket passer in the NFL, which is crazy to think about. We don't think of him that way, but, you, you know, right. he, <laughs> the Bengals have forced Mahomes to get better in the pocket, and he has, which is an interesting sort of, um, you know. That's that's truly the definition of greatness, right? Yeah. I mean, you go out and win a couple Super Bowls by being a guy who can improvise and, and make plays on the on the edge. And somebody figures you out. Somebody, or I should say, somebody exposes what is a you know we'll call it air quotes weakness. So what do you do? You go back and you make that weakness a strength to the tune of becoming the NFL MVP this year. I yeah. mean that's that's <laughs> that's why he is who he is. This is our friend Joey Harrington. Each Friday, brought to you by Mods PDX. Uh, I thought of a follow up uh, while we were talking about Burrow there, and we'll hit uh, Joey with that and talk about this weekend's games. Uh, coming up next on The Fan. It's time for a Ducks Report. The inside story on Oregon Athletics. Brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Oregon has done a nice job of getting in the lane all night. They've been able to score in the paint. And they've done it off a of dribble penetration, forcing rotations by a young Colorado team, and then giving up the dunk here. Again, a young and experienced team, it really takes a lot of mental, mental toughness to not break. Uh, that's Ernie Kent. Do you remember him? Blast from the past. Uh, he's calling the game last night. Uh, Ducks beat Colorado. They've now won three of four. The Dana Altman-led Ducks. And some big games coming up. They've got Arizona, Arizona State, USC after this Utah game on Saturday. 
Um, so three of the four, next four, they'll be on ESPN. Uh, the Dutch Report here brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We are back with Joey Harrington, and we were discussing um, Burrow, trying to put our finger on what makes him great. He certainly does have the the it. And you you brought up, you know, it, it helps that he's got you know Jamar Chase and Higgins and all these guys. And and that that raises a question to me. So let's take you back to your Detroit days or wherever Miami. If if I would give you one of these things. Which would you want? Would you want like San Francisco 49ers level weapons, like we talked about last week? I can give you the best offensive line in the league, or I give you the ability to process everything quicker, much like we were talking about with Burrow. Which is most helpful to you? Weapons. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Period. Not even close. Um, Not even close. Because... You can you can cover up deficiencies on your offensive line with weapons. Mm-hmm. You can cover up or simplify the game in terms of time. You know, time it takes for recognition um, with weapons. Right. I mean, you, 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 as a great offensive coordinator can make, I won't say make those two issues disappear, um, but if you got the guys to do it, I mean, that that's 100% the way to go. Well, Cincinnati They're, sort of did that last week, you know, without three offensive linemen. It didn't matter. It, exactly. I mean, that, that's, that's, I mean, because if you can, if I can, if I'm standing under center and I know that I have three offensive linemen who, you know, are going to struggle, what am I going to do? I'm going to get the ball out of my hands quicker. I'm going to throw bubble screens. I'm going to throw slip screens. I'm going to throw, you know, and if you have a guy like Debo Samuel who you're putting the ball in his hands and then saying, okay, go to work, right? That is significantly better than having a fantastic offensive line and having a wide receiver that that can't necessarily get, get separation. Yeah. Right. That, that's the, that's the problem with, with those other uh, scenarios that you gave me is I can read and recognize anything, you know, who, uh, the speed with which I read and recognize doesn't matter if I don't have somebody open to get the ball to. True. Yeah. And that would, and, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the difference. That would sort of explain Brock Purdy. I mean, a lot of people are pointing to, well, rookies never won this, or a rookie quarterback has never even started in the Super Bowl, much less won it. 
But this is a little different. I mean, when you have Debo and Kittle and McCaffrey and these guys, like, why couldn't he go to it or even win it? Do you think that his rookie, oh, I, that I, factor I, I will hold him back? I agree. Uh, not at all. Not at all. Because this is the, this is the thing that we've talked about. Like, that progression of, but, but most often it's come through having a defense and a running game. When you take a young quarterback and put him into a situation where this was the Ben Roethlisberger route, right? Yeah. Put him in with a defense and a running game, guys around him to, you know, to support, and then he wins some games and then he builds some confidence and then the, you know, then it falls onto his shoulders because it is pure playing the quarterback position is purely about confidence, which is why Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes are so dang good, right? But with Brock Purdy, his weapons or the, the things that, that the 49ers have surrounded him with well, is the number one defense in the league, but also guys at all these skill positions where now he is actually developing into this confidence that, that he is showing isn't a down-the-road thing, right? It isn't like, okay, let's get him through this season, and then next year we'll start to kind of, you know, install all these things. They're not winning games in spite of Purdy. They have been winning games because of Brock Purdy, and that's the difference, right? And, and yeah, this last game, was it superstar uh, material? No. But he did exactly what, what was it, two, 240? No yeah. interceptions. No picks. Turn the football over. Yep, that's exactly key. followed or which which followed the game where he threw for three thirty and was it three four touchdowns? I mean, the guy is doing exactly what he is needed to do in every situation, and is not just managing the game. He is developing the confidence to go out and be the guy that can go to that can help take this team to the Super Bowl. I mean, that it, it's pretty remarkable what he's doing. Yeah, that's a good comp though, Roethlisberger, because a lot of people forget Roethlisberger was not slinging it all over the place early in his career, but he still won a Super Bowl. That year they in Ben's first year, in his rookie season, he only had one game where he threw the ball more than 20 times. Is that more than 20? More than 20. Wow. He would go 14 for 19. Or, you know, it's, and, and it may be two games, maybe a couple games more than 20. But it is, I mean, you go back and look at Roethlisberger's first year stats, and game by game, it was, it was running the football and playing defense. And then he developed the confidence to go out and be the guy that throws the ball 40 to 50 times a game. We're seeing that progression with Brock Purdy significantly earlier because of the guys that he has around him. Yeah, pretty amazing. And he's third string, too. <laughs> I mean, it's mm-hmm. unbe- it's unbelievable. So who, who who's your money on? I mean, Burrow, Mahomes, Hurts, Purdy? God, like, I, what do you think? I have no idea. Somebody asked me that today. I was like, I have absolutely no idea. Isn't it great? Like, usually... It kind of is, and honestly, I don't think there's a bad matchup, and there isn't a matchup where I where I would look at it and say, uh, you know, I'm tired of that. Maybe I'm a little bit tired of Kansas City, maybe, <laughs> okay. but you know, so not because I don't think they could or should win, and you know, Mahomes is definitely the MVP, but um, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to see Cincinnati against one of the other NFC teams and both of them have a great argument and deserve to be there. So I, I got no problems with any of those matchups. I like the Niners. I've, I've, do you, do you, um, when you watch football, do you, 
end up gravitating towards a side? Like, do you root, or are you just watching with your quarterback guy? Mm, unless it's the Seahawks or Russell Wilson, I don't root against anybody right. uh, for the most part. Uh, unless there's like people there that I like, I I think you're a giant turd, and so I'm going to root against you. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of the time, I'm just kind of watching it as 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 a quarterback. Yeah. Very rarely do I kind of get in there as a as a fan because I don't know. Not that I don't care, but you know, I've I've it's it's different when you've been there. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, all right. Well, last topic is a tough one. Um, you called this man out on Twitter, and uh, it was courageous to do so. Dan Orlovsky claiming cucumbers and tacos is good. <laughs> what is going Dan on? Dan Orlovsky has the is is one of the two worst eaters, <laughs> and by worst I mean the most bland. So uh, Joe Davis, the uh, the Dodgers. Yeah. He took over for Vin Scully yeah. and does uh, the Fox College football and, and NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dan man. Arlovsky are the two most bland eaters that I've ever seen. I, I watched, I, I've seen both of them go to a restaurant and just order like a plain chicken breast. Like, what? yeah, can I get it without the sauce or without the season? Yeah, I'll just, I'll just have a chicken breast. Or, it, it's just really like the adventure. There's no, there's no adventure. So like plain burger type guys. How do you know Orlovsky? Yeah. Was he in Detroit then? Yeah, Dan and I were in Detroit together. So here's the fun. Okay, it's story time, right? So okay. this is the this is my funny Dan Orlovsky story. <laughs> so he was a rookie when uh, in my last year in Detroit. We we're in the QB room together, and so of course you know um, he's got to take all the all the QBs and you know offensive linemen out for for his rookie dinner. So we go to a steakhouse, and I, I set up a private room for. There's probably. So what, three, five, eight, maybe probably 15, 16 of us. If, if there were some wives there as well. And and so I talked to the general manager before. I said, hey, Dan's going to be paying. This is rookie dinner. Um, we're not going to go big. But, hey, can you um, add, like, a monstrous room charge and, like, a surcharge for this and so that when he gets the bill, it's significantly higher than it is. And then, you know, we'll all laugh at him. Then you give him the real bill. He's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So he, uh, you know, and I mean, Dan is like as, as good a guy as you can come across. Um, you know, no frills. He's not a, you know, a luxury type of guy, just blue collar. And so, um, they, I think they put a $10,000 room charge on and then, you know, they they got that bill up to about 15 grand. And so um, the the server hands the bill over to Dan and we're all kind of, we know what's going on and we're talking it up and he looks at it and you can see his eyes just like, you, and you kind of felt bad for him a little bit because it's like, he was a, I think he was a fifth or sixth round pick and, you know, not that any money in the NFL is bad money, but still like a $15,000 dinner. That's, that's, that's a lot for, <laughs> for anybody. Yeah, right. And so I, we hear him say, okay, okay, I can do this. I can, I can do this. He's kind of talking himself up and he goes to the server. He says, okay, um, I don't want to make a scene, but can I put this on three different credit cards? <laughs> And so then I did. I didn't have the heart to tell him. I was like, "All right, okay, it's a fake. It's a fake. Let's bring out the real one," which was like fifteen hundred dollars, which was plenty for him to uh, to to fulfill his rookie rookie obligation. He so. was he was adding up his his credit card limits. <laughs> if I have the if I can put five thousand on this one, I can put seven thousand on that one. Can I divide this between three cards? I love that. 
Yeah, well, he was going to do it. That's what's that's what's yeah, awesome. He, he does seem like a good guy, uh, Orlovsky. Now, yes, the Joe too. Davis one, as as handsome as that man is, he does seem very vanilla. So, so his what what's the story behind you knowing his tastes? Well, he and I were uh, booth partners. So ah. he, when I was calling games for Fox Sports, doing college football, Big Twelve, Pac Twelve. Uh, Joe was my play-by-play guy for a year. Ah, oh, got it. So he just came into Fox and was quickly ascended the ranks, and um, then I got fired and said, "Screw it, I'm gonna take my ball and go home." So you know, this it's funny that, like, like you said, like we just kind of start talking, and um, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I've got I've got a few few people's paths I crossed through the years. Yeah, and Joe's yeah, he's doing great. He's he's on one of these NFL games this weekend, I think. Joe's killing it. The funny thing about Joe is when when I was told that we were getting paired together for the booth, he called and, and left a message. And I didn't know the guy from Adam. I'd never met him before. And he left a message. Joey, this is Joe Davis. How are you? Just calling to check in. I thought the guy was like a 48-year-old balding <laughs> you know, guy from the, from the Midwest. Come right. to meet him. And he's, you know, 22 and, you know, big old wig of dark hair. It's like yeah. you're not at all what your voice sounds like. Dashing. So. Is that a wig? What's that? No, no, oh. no. That's that's real. Okay. Well, it should be a good weekend, um, and we will have a Super Bowl to discuss next week. So thank you, and uh, enjoy the games. All right. See you, buddy. Joey Harrington, each Friday here on our show, brought to you by Mods PDX. The future of building is here. Who knew but the Counting Crows guy is a pimp. The all-time dating resumes next in the club on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.